My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Also from there. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's Britt here today. We have a really exciting guest coming on. The guest I'm bringing on, Barry Carroll. He's the founder of One Lad Music Services. He's also the host of Music Career Show. You know, you guys, he has done a lot of touring and all kinds of stuff, and he's all the way from Scotland. So it's going to be really exciting today. I know I kept the, you know, the intro brief, but I'm going to allow Barry to go ahead and fill in the gaps. Um, I'm sure he has an amazing story, and I want to I share that with everyone listening as well. So welcome to the show, Barry. How's it going? It's absolutely fantastic to be on the show. Thanks very much for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Now, you know, like I said, the intro was so brief, but if you don't mind going ahead and, you know, show sharing with us a bit of your, your history, I mean, how did you get to where you are today? A little bit about your story would be great if you don't mind. I think that would be yeah, so. I'll, I'll, I'll try and keep this as, as concise and to the point as possible. So I'm, uh, I'm Barry. I'm, I'm originally from Ireland uh, and I've been living in Scotland for the past eight years. My wife is from Scotland in Aberdeen uh, in Scotland. So that's, a, that's how I'm here. Um, I started playing music when I was about 12, 13 and taught myself loads of different instruments. And the whole way up through school, um, music was always the one consistent thing in my life. Um, and I'd had loads of other jobs and stuff that I was just no good at because it wasn't music. And I was forever getting in trouble everywhere, every which way I went in, in life. And I eventually, two weeks before the pandemic, two weeks before lockdown, I eventually decided I'm going to um, go hell for a letter and take a start working in music full time. I started working as a guitar teacher for a local company here in Aberdeen. And then two weeks later, lockdown hit. So we all kind of had to work together to figure out how best to, like teaching online. Obviously, I didn't know that was possible at all. So I had to learn how to teach online. I had to learn all about um, pr- pretty much everything to do with business. And it, 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 it sort of, in a way, it's a kind of a silver lining. In a way, learning through lockdown how to do all this stuff was was better than out of lockdown because you had to adapt you had to you either you either adapted or you, you just didn't so right. having to do it in such a short space of time and having to learn as you go along um was the best thing that could have happened to me and then in april of 21 i started my own business one lab music services as you said um i started off by myself with 14 clients and my aim was to get 20 clients by the end of april and because once music came back, as, as you mentioned there, I, I, I have toured. I used to tour the States and um, I used to live in Spain and stuff like that. So playing live music was a big part of, of my life as well. And so when I, when I started in April of 21, I wanted to have about 20 students by the end of April so that I could complement my music at the weekend and just keep myself out of trouble more, more than anything else uh, during the week. And by the end of April, I had nearly 30 students. By the end of wow. May, I had 40 plus a waiting list and I eventually then in January of 22 is that right so yeah we're into so January of last so this time last year 
I eventually bit the bullet and decided to take on some um, freelance shooters. So I initially took on three freelance shooters, all three of which are still with me. One of them is now full time and he is like my kind of, uh, he's basically my right hand man. Anything that I don't, that doesn't need my face in the business, he takes care of. Um, so he's like my general manager, does all scheduling and I've got two more. So we've got five um, shooters all told um, in the past six months. I started the music career show um, with the aim of speaking to people who have made a career out of music. So don't even need to be musicians, just people who have made even a part time income out of um, music in any way at all. So that a I can side gig uh, even. Yeah, a side gig, a side hustle, whatever, um, or, or a full a full blown career. Um, so that I can help, I can learn how to help other people um, make a career out of music. Like I said, it took me until I was 20 seven and 28 to actually go full-time into music because I just didn't think that there would be a career there for me because of my whole my whole life I was always told not not that I was discouraged but I was always told in a realistic way having a career in music is a very very hard thing to do it's very hard mm-hmm. it's a very hard market to get into it's very hard to make a living out of it and I just didn't want to believe it and I still don't believe it and I think it's a very very achievable thing once you know what direction to go in. So that's why I started the music career show to speak to other people about how they've done it. And as of this year, I am branching out into career coaching for musicians so that I can spread that message and help as many people as I can. This is incredible. I, I mean, it's so important to understand that it is achievable um, to, you know, make a living out of something that you're passionate about. You know, people are so stuck in the fear of the unknown and, you know, what everyone else says and thinks. And it's, you know, that fear blocks the possibilities at times. And I'm I'm so happy to hear that you're, you're out there and you're on your, your show and you're talking to other people who, um, and and what they do and and share that with others to give, you know, that inspiration. Um, that's, that's incredible. Now, now, you, how many, you must have lots of clients still lined up. You said there was a waiting list. Is that still today? That is still the case for the music school. Yeah, we've got uh, a, a reasonable waiting list um, mm. and the music school is growing. So we've got oh, nearly 100 clients on, on the wow. weekly. Like I do it full time. Uh, my general manager does it full time. And then the other tutors just sort of do it part time. So one singing tutor only has one student, for example. But um, it's all about, like, 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 like I said, helping people, even if it is just a, a part-time thing. Side hustle. Mm-hmm. Beer, beer money for the weekend. Do you know what I mean? That's, that, that, that's yeah. all. It, it, it can be that, or it can be like what I'm doing, uh, a full-time career. Incredible. Now, so you mentioned starting the show. How was it? What were some of the biggest wins and what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced within having a podcast you know as your starter your first one anything that could be relatable to those listening so the biggest thing that i found well there, there, there was two big sort of hurdles um that i kind of had to overcome uh, the sound aspect of things and the actual technical side of things i understood the principle of it if you've studied sound engineering or you understand anything about um playing music or recording music, um, the, the idea of it is, is, is relatively straightforward. So that wasn't uh, an issue. What I struggled with was actually knowing how to keep a conversation flowing in a way that's interesting to someone listening to it and not me just rambling away and just chatting to people. 
the people that I have mm-hmm. on the podcast are genuinely people that I admire and have taken inspiration from. And they were some of my biggest wins. So I've had two really huge YouTubers, um, very, very influential, basically modern day rock stars, very, very famous on my podcast. And they were huge wins and wow. knowing how to actually speak to them and how to like almost like kind of make it so that their time wasn't wasted coming on and talking to this this Irish lad in Scotland that just likes to talk. Do you know what I mean? Coming right. over that, overcoming that was was um, a big thing. And then actually getting guests that people want to hear from is an ongoing challenge. And I, I think it's always going to be um, a challenge. Um, so I just started out, I started from... It sounds terrible to anyone who's been on the, the, the podcast, but it's not meant in the way it's said. That I started at the top. So, like, my favorite band in the world is Van Halen. So, I just got onto all wow. the lads, Van Halen and Guns N' Roses and, like, Whitesnake and all these guys, just because why not? Why, like, like, the worst case scenario is that they'll get back to me and say no. Right. Or that they, they, they just don't get back to me at all. But then I just got onto some other people that I was thinking that I, I, I admire just as much as those guys. And, um, some of them have gotten back to me. A lot of them haven't. For every 10, 20 messages and emails I send back, send out, I might get two back. So that's one of the biggest things is keeping keeping episodes fresh. Because that's that that's the um that's 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 the model is I, I speak to people on it. I don't I don't I I've done one solo um podcast. Um yeah. Because, you prefer I'm, interviews, is what you're saying, kind of. Exactly. Absolutely. It's so much easier doing a conversation. I mean, every conversation is different, so it's so much simpler and it's a lot more fun, I would say as well. Solos are great too. Um, but I totally see where you're coming from. Now it's really interesting. Um, what would you say, like, how do you monetize your podcast or do you, I know it's new. You might not. Not yet. Not yet. I don't, um, I have got some ideas, but I, I don't just yet. My, 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 my podcast at the moment is I'm hoping to be, not just, but uh, for, for starters, a means to an end uh, in order to get um, the message that I want to send out to the right people and attract the right kind of clients. Yes, from and I suppose, and, 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 and all that. That's, that's, that's for starters what I want to, to do and, and grow it from there. Love it, love it. Now, uh, what is your client? I, I know you mentioned you had a wait list. I mean, you went from... 14 clients to 20 to 30 to 40 to waitlist. Um, and that was over the years. However, I'm curious, what is your client acquisition like? Like, what is the process to getting these clients? How, um, how have you become so, how has it been so easy for you? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I don't know, really. I, 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 I think an awful lot of it is to do that in my local area, um, I would be reasonably well known for playing music in um, just the local venues and stuff. Um, right. And once people saw that I was teaching music, I think they were like, oh, that's that guy from, from Malone's that plays in, on, on Saturdays and, and all this other stuff. And so a lot of people that, a lot of kids, people that I teach guitar and stuff, um, are, their, their parents know me from seeing me playing in the pub. So I think having right. that kind of, audience made it reasonably easy and then once i expanded out i I expanded out so i teach guitar drums uh ukulele and a few other bits and bobs but i didn't teach piano or violin or any of those things so once i added those to it of course i always i already had the 
sort of the name and the persona locally. So once people, oh, I didn't teach those instruments. So it, it opened it up to another sort of demographic of um, customers. Um, right. That was, that, that was really it, I think. Love it. Now, with all the success in your business, uh, Barry, what would you say is, you know, and everything that you've accomplished within your business today, what is the big, op- the biggest obstacle at the moment? Anything that you can think of? Or is it just attracting that clientele, the right fit? It is. Um, at the moment, I'm starting my, 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 my coaching business and I'm trying to attract um, clients, but I'm trying to build up that reputation as well. With, with there, there's sort of two two sides of my business. There's the music school and 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 there's the coaching. With the music school, like I said, it was it wasn't easy, but it was uh, a bit. It was accelerated definitely because I was known, not very well known, but I was known. People knew who I was. And right. People, yeah, I had that that name locally, so it was easy enough then to convert those people to actual clients. In the coaching space, I'm I'm I'm, I'm nobody yet. And that's, that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm, I'm facing at the moment is kind of keeping myself on track and keeping myself accountable to the things that I want to do and actually bringing myself that 1% closer every single day. Absolutely. Now, how do you feel about having a podcast and the authority and credibility that the podcast creates? Um, have you have you felt over time that it does build that credibility? I mean, um, the more consistent you are and stuff like that. How do you feel about it? Yeah, um, it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing because just literally just now, about half an hour ago, I went into um, Aberdeen just to get a, a, a guitar, uh, that guitar, in fact, that one. Oh, <laughs> I love it! You guys, I, I can see it right now, and you will too when it's on YouTube. Uh, there's like millions of guitars here, but anyway, I had to go into town, town to get that. And I know the guys in the uh, in the shop; they were just doing some repairs for me. And I was telling them about the podcast. And for whatever reason, they didn't actually know that I'd I'd, I'd done a podcast. And I was telling them about the guests. And they were like, not amazed or blown away, but they were kind of like impressed that I had managed to have the caliber of guests on the podcast that I have. So little boosts of confidence like that make you feel like you're kind of like you do know what you're talking about and uh, i can't i can't really articulate it properly this is what i mean this is this is the hurdle is trying to actually articulate myself properly um but yeah trying to yeah it, it, it makes you feel good those little boosts of confidence when you're absolutely exhausted from a day of what feels like banging your head against the wall and getting nowhere mm-hmm. with that one percent or getting even going backwards 50 percent. you know what i mean um right. it's those little boosts of confidence that make it make it all worthwhile um and give you that little kind of boost to go and do that extra little bit absolutely i mean yeah absolutely and also having the podcast like the opportunities and doors that open globally that you normally wouldn't have you know i can see it working really well with your coaching business as well yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've got a business coach and he was helping me with launching the podcast. So I launched five episodes on the first day um, and within literally five minutes, I had five unique listeners from different parts of the world, like in five minutes. And wow. I hadn't shared it on social media or not. And it was like one of them wow. was in like Saudi Arabia or something, something like that. Some country that I would have no connection with whatsoever. Right. And 
Saudi Arabia was listening to my podcast five minutes after it went live. And I find that all the time is that I've got like, like this month I had, I had a couple of people in like Kazakhstan and Peru and like all these places that I've never even said out loud in my life. And people are listening to me, to me there. It's so weird. It's a, it's a surreal thing. Absolutely. It's incredible. And I feel like, you know, the opportunity to use the podcast, to even scale businesses today, is just incredible. We never had an option like this before. Right. And it's like, you know, I don't know, just having that opportunity to connect with people all over the world makes such a difference, right? Instead of just within your community or your city or whatever it might be, right? Um, yeah. So really fortunate to have this, uh, you know, available to us. Of course, absolutely. So do you have any major focuses or desires within the next six to 12 months. I know you mentioned a couple of the, like attracting the right guests, working on the coaching, any, anything else, any, um, yeah. Tell me any of your desires for this month. I would like to scale the music school a bit more. Um, I would like to scale the music school to a, a point where I'm not necessary at the moment for, for the business to keep, keep going. I am necessary. I'm working in the business at the moment rather than working on the business. I would definitely like to change that. Um, not that I want to get out of teaching. I, I, I do. I, I love teaching and I love, especially when you, when you have kids that are, I've, I've got a couple of um, kids that are students um, that are, they do amazing they, they, and they're so talented. Working with students like that is absolutely amazing. Um, so I would like, I would like to, but, but at the same time, as much, as much as I get out of that, I, I think I've really found my calling with the podcast and with growing the business and that that was just sort of a stepping stone to get me here. So I think in the next 12 months, I would like to try and start working on my business more than working in it. That means yeah. scaling music school, obviously um, helping as many um, people around the world make a career out of music like what I've done. Um, and eventually get one of the guys from Van Halen on the podcast. That'd be great. Love that. Now, any plans for scaling and kind of stepping away, getting your time back, you know, working less in the business and, and more on the business. What is your plan to, as to how to get there and get to that point with scaling? Scaling, scaling that up is going to be, I'm taking on a new premises. Um, so at the moment, I don't have any physical premises bar where I am now. Mm -hmm. This is my studio, which is essentially it's like a fancy shed in my garden. <laughs> but it's it's I love it. It's it's got air conditioning and the heating and it's got Wi-Fi and everything. So it's all good. But this That's is the only all you need. And, you and a computer, you're good to go. Good to go. Exactly. Wi-Fi and we're good. <laughs> That's it. Um but this is the only physical premises that I have at the moment. So I've secured a premises just about um for like uh, it's a long story, but I've, I've basically got a premises and I'm going to just throw the kitchen sink at that and just schedule absolutely everything, everything and anything to do with music and just see what sticks really. Um, right. And obviously marketing campaigns and all that, like if, if I market it right, there shouldn't be an issue with not building it. Um, but that's what I'm kind of thinking. At the moment, all the extra tutors, they're on a mobile basis, so they go out and about the students' houses um, teaching. So it'd be nice to give them somewhere to go uh, to take students to and so that people know that now in this area is another branch 
essentially of one lad music services um and that we do all this and offer more classes and just do more basically offer as much as I, as I possibly can very exciting Barry this is really exciting for you I mean in the next six to 12 months you know everything that's going to come together it's super, especially with the podcast up and running and stuff like that really really yeah. exciting for you Indeed. Barry now if anyone listening is, you know, looking to reach out to you, maybe they, they'd like to talk to you about your offers, get into the music school or some coaching. What would be the best way to go ahead and contact you? Um, people can get me anywhere at all. Um, probably best way to do it is to email me, barry at oneladmusic.com. It's all one word. Or you can just search oneladmusic.com. That's my website. Get me on Facebook, Barry Carroll, One Lad Music. Same on Instagram. I think it's the same on TikTok, same on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter. That's another one. Um, everywhere but MySpace. I don't have MySpace, I'm afraid. So anyone still living in 1998, you won't be able to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Barry, for taking the time of your day to come on here and share it with us such a unique, you know, what you're doing is so unique out there. You don't see a lot of it on podcasting. And I think it's just incredible. And so it was so it was so great to have someone on my podcast talking about something a little bit different and, you know, sharing that with the world. So I'm super excited and, you know, I can't wait to get you back on the podcast in the, in, in the future here and see where it's at. I mean, you got so many things on the go that uh, it's, it's all just really exciting and uh, I can't wait to find out where it goes. So my pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure entrepreneur, entrepreneur or higher and want to come on the show just like Barry did today to talk about your business, your podcast, please go to top100interview.com. Love to have you on as well. Thanks guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.